Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, our weekly news podcast that discuss news that interests us from the past week. This is for the week of April 2nd, 2017. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. It wasn't me. And she got me on a counter. <laughs> it wasn't me. And she got me on a sofa. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and the screams get louder. Uh, Motherfucker. <laughs> Tell me with your sister. <laughs> hey, let me. Oh yeah, Tommy was sister. That was me, which is fine. Yeah, yeah she is hotter. <laughs> oh, That's man. so fucked up. <laughs> like, like, did you sleep with my sister? Like, listen, she's the hotter sister. Like, it's not even my fault at this point. Like, it's hers, really. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> I mean, deserve, it's her fault, you, really. You deserve that ass whipping. Like that, like. <laughs> You were the biggest dick. <laughs> I had to that's do what, it. That's why she wanted me. <laughs> that's why she wanted this dirt. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh um so one thing I really wanted to touch on before we uh before we started the show was a follow-up to something from last week's episode. Um, I had mentioned during the, the podcast, uh, I had said, Oh yeah, I'll touch back on that when we get to the tech. And then I never touch back on it. Um, Dick. Yeah, I know, right? Um, basically, what I was what I was going to say is that last week before the show, I actually um, logged into. Uh, I got an email uh, from Twitter asking me to complete a survey, and if I did it, I get like a five dollar uh, Amazon, you know, gift card. I was like, all right, <laughs> yeah, I'll use that. <laughs> and um, it was actually a survey for TweetDeck. Because they were asking if um, if it had enhancements and stuff like that, would you consider a paid a paid uh, 
a paid version of that. And it just had like a bunch of different, like more in-depth analytics. You can have a little more control, basic stuff like that. And then how much would you be willing to pay? And <laughs> nothing. And I expect it all. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> America. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because when I tried to continue, it didn't accept hashtag America, you know, right. I mean, you know, and it's, so uh, I don't know. Um, but it was, it was interesting. Like it asked you, you know, okay, you know, how little would you pay for it and how much would you consider paying for it? And then it asked you questions and also rated, you know, what you're looking more for. And I don't know for if many of you out there do, but I, I use TweetDeck still. And I have it on my, I have it as a Chrome extension because I think it's the only way you can have it now, right? Because they, I'm, yeah, I don't think they have a, a straight app anymore. Yeah. And, um, uh, so that's that's how I use it. And for me, usually if I'm posting stuff regarding the website, you know, um, for the Lazy Geeks, I'm usually posting the same thing on Adam's Twitter page and my Twitter page. And um, and uh, so I was looking at that. I was like, hmm, that'd be interesting. You know, so it was kind of it was kind of interesting of like and, and, and I was looking at it. And I don't think they're going to, like, get rid of TweetDeck the way it is. I think they're just kind of thinking of like, hey, maybe we should actually start doing something with this, even though we kind of shut everything else down. You know, maybe we should, you know, if we tried making this because, you know, Twitter has a problem of it acquires shit and then doesn't know what to do with it. Right. Um. So this might be something. So I was just like, well, you know, and they basically it basically the end question was, you know, would you consider buying this? And I'm like, well, it depends on what you offer, you know, and then so. We'll have we'll have to see on that, but yeah, I I, I took part of that because we got you know because we have a uh, an account with them for the Lazy Geeks, so it was kind of interesting to to get because I heard it on a couple of other ones talking about that, and then all of a sudden I looked at my email like, oh shit, I got I could actually take part in this because you know every, everybody wants to be included is basically what I'm trying to right. say, you know, I just want to be loved, yeah, you know, and and you know what I'm basically trying to say is you know I I didn't receive much love as a child, and um. You know, <laughs> and and this was my chance of being accepted so you know because we all want that. <laughs> i'm just uh, trying to uh be there for a friend right because yeah. <laughs> that's 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 how you do it i mean that's right. that, you know um so i don't know if any of you have done it yet most of you probably have uh the new xbox update um have you done it yet um i will be honest this weekend is very busy for me but i did get a glimpse of it mm. um when fuck you man <laughs> so many errands to run this weekend i wasn't even home yesterday like i left the house at nine came home at like 11 o'clock at night um i did catch a glimpse of it when the kids were playing and i've read a few articles on it and it does look clean like it looks like yeah. they've really cleaned it up I, I kind of like the fact that, you know, you don't have to go back to the homepage. I like right. the little the little side panel that pops up and then you can kind of navigate between there. The because uh, when you do the download and I don't know if any of you done this or if you haven't done it yet, um, you can see the video because, you know, it's a big update. It took it took a good mine's hard line too into my Xbox, um, but it actually took about a good Man. 20, 25 minutes to actually download and install. That's why you keep that automatic updates. Well, I did, but it seemed for some reason it just didn't seem to actually do it because it had uh, been my on. Kid, my kids might have installed it and I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> it was there when I looked at it. 
Because I got a... Uh, uh, what the fuck? I got the... I got two of their free games this week. Um, from... Uh, uh, from... Uh, games with Gold. So I had left it on. So I don't know why it didn't automatically update. So I decided I'll go, fuck it, I'll do a manual update then. It's going to be a bitch, you know? Well, two, <laughs> two updates, because, okay, the UI looks dope. There's two major updates that I've been reading about that seem pretty interesting. First of all, Beam has has finally dropped. They've been talking about yeah. this for a minute. Um, where that's their live streaming. It's kind of their answer to Twitch and YouTube, which is cool, but it not being on Twitch and YouTube can sometimes be... A, I think more of a problem than anything, but <laughs> right. um, we'll we'll see how that works. But another thing that I I thought was really like who came up with that is the copilot um, function. I'm still not sure how that fucking works. So basically, from what I'm reading, it's like driver's ed for your game. So like they they're saying like it would be a perfect way to teach a kid how to play. Like basically, you can sync. Essentially, all it does is you can sync two controllers as one controller, as, as controlling one character in the game or whatever. And one's the master controller that that does all the steering. And then you can have your kid do other things. Like, I don't know how it, how it separates, but it's supposed to be like that. Like, it's supposed hmm. to teach. And, and, but one thing, it might, they're saying it might lead to other games, like party games and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know about all that, but. <laughs> it seems because don't you have cool. to because don't you have to have friends for that right yeah. it seems kind of cool like my youngest i could sit her down and be like okay this is how you do it but anyone above that i think they'd put copilot on to show me how to fucking play because my kids are making <laughs> me look stupid these days <laughs> cut his head off cut his head off dad god ah. you suck <laughs> well they don't play games like that but yes <laughs> you know but in theory yes that's gonna yeah. happen <laughs> i'm, I'm yeah. scared and uh, I like the fact that you can now kind of do pretty much whatever you want with their live DVR. Like you yeah. can, you know, you can set to record, you know, like five minutes, 10 minutes or whatever you want, <laughs> you know. So I thought that was kind of cool. But yeah, I was, you know, I was checking it out. I'm like, oh, cool. But I do like that. The UI, actually, I kind of like to where it kind of, oh, little window opens up on the side and you can kind of go through there and you know your your all your uh, pins are there so you can just switch there instead of having exit go out to the home page reconnect and then go back in um so i kind of dig it i was i was like going okay cool i mean i didn't get to play as much of my xbox as i would have liked to this weekend um but, yeah uh, i actually planned on playing some of it too and i played none of it yeah me too i was like oh cool and i think i only watched i watched a movie on it this weekend and that was pretty much all i could muster um but yeah but it wasn't me. That's all I know. It wasn't um, me. <laughs> so uh, I guess with that, we can, unless you have anything else to talk about, which you probably don't. Honestly, this week, as just I haven't had fucking. I, the only thing I saw this week that kind of blew my mind, I put in my one awesome thing. So, <laughs> all right. So on that note, I guess it's time we jump into our one awesome thing. So my one one awesome thing this week, the latest uh superman homecoming trailer um the more and more i see of this the more excited i'm getting for this movie um i i i like the the way they were the way they constructed this trailer really kind of shows to me that 
the vulture isn't really Peter's biggest enemy in this one. It's himself. Right. You know, because he wants to be part of the Avengers. He wants to do good. And everybody's like, dude, you ain't ready yet. And what I, what I like what they're doing with this is that they're kind of marrying the ultimate um, universe a little bit in this. Because in the ultimate universe, Captain America was what Tony Stark is to him in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so you have this of, you know, you're not ready, you know, and things like that. And then, you know, uh, he takes the suit away. So you see him kind of in that, you know, in the hoodie and the mask and stuff like that. Although one thing I fucking dug in the suit was how he puts it on and it's baggy. Then he hits the spider symbol and then it just kind of shrinks up on him, makes it form fitting. I saw that. I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking cool. (laughs) Yeah, that was dope. And then his friend. Can I try it on? Then he has the mask on. Awesome. Chunky <laughs> Spider-Man and shit. That was so funny. I like it. I, from what I've seen, I'm digging the I'm digging the uh the friend. Yeah. Can you I like the Aquaman reference. So can you like summon spiders and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but um I'm totally digging it and I'm looking forward to seeing you know uh we got to see a little bit more of michael keaton in this one so like i'm so stoked it's like june is going to be a big month because you have wonder woman and spider-man coming out that month so i'm 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 all pumped for that yeah um mine scared the fucking shit out of me (laughs) um i think i pissed myself i gotta change my shorts that's that's how bad i got and you guys should already know what we're talking about at this point. But the new It trailer, no. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting one awesome thing, obviously, because It is a classic uh, horror story. Stephen King, of course. Right. Um, the original movie is dope. But it the original movie scared the shit out of me, too. And this new trailer, they, um, they did it, I don't want to say scene by scene. But it's very much a love letter to the original trailer. Also, which, I like the I like the way that they kept it kind of encapsulated back back when it was written. Like they didn't right. try to modernize it or do whatever, you know. Right. So I, I it I like what I see in the quality of the film. I don't like what I see because I don't want to piss myself. <laughs> like that movie, oh my goodness. Like my wife, my wife watches tons of horror movies. She loves scary movies and I don't really like them. Like the majority of scary movies don't scare me. They bore me because they're very. It's actually hate- because he screams like a girl. Like if yeah, you heard sure. his scream, it's just. No, it's- like be honest. <laughs> most horror movies are fucking paint by numbers. Like you, yeah. you can already really, you already know what's going to happen. You know when the jump scare is going to happen, and it's just people right. that like to be scared. That's so just... she came. She came up to me and she's like, "Oh, there's this new movie," coming out. and she's she's never seen the original one. Mm. Um, and she's like, "There's this new movie coming out." They said it was a remake of an old one. I didn't know what she was talking. about. I was like, "Oh yeah." She goes, "Yeah, it's a a scary movie. Um, you should go see it with me in the theater." I'm like, "I don't want to be bored by a fucking scary movie. I'm not trying to see that shit." And she's yeah. I go, "What's it called?" She's like, "I don't know it." And I'm like, "I'm not fucking seeing that in the theater." <laughs> Like you can kiss my ass. <laughs> when he ran out of the room after he told her that, you could see a pee line leaving. Going I went right and got. I went and got a crucifix. Like I ain't playing <laughs> games. Like it, I was like, nope. But dude, the the um, it just looks terrifying. That that part where the the um slide machine wouldn't turn off. Oh yeah. And it's just showing like it's almost like a flip book. 
Yeah. The, cl- the clowns just showing up. I'm like, oh, fuck. Instead of the like, picture of the mom, it's the clown's face, and the kids are like, stop, stop. They're screaming. Uh, and then, the, I mean, even, I mean, I knew the jump scare was coming in the beginning, but even when I saw the clown pop up into the, in the fucking sewer, I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. You know. The last jump scare at the end, I was telling Steve, it scared me so much, I didn't even move. I just sat there <laughs> with my eyes wide open, like, fuck. Like, it was just. And that's just the tr- teaser. Like, it's like, it just looks terrifying. Like, it, there was something about, and I'm talking about the original now, there was something about that movie. Like, the, the way the story was told, it just hit all the right notes to fucking scare the shit out of you. You know, and it's, if I remember correctly, wasn't the clown, like, supernatural kind of, too? Like, he could just, he could show, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I, I think I blocked out most of it. I know. I know. I, I remember I saw it. It scared the piss out of me, and then I you never saw it again. <laughs> yeah. I think he's super, like he's supernatural. Like, he can, um, I would Google search it, but I don't want to. <laughs> he thinks so. it's the ring. <laughs> you can, <laughs> Listen. <laughs> It's going to say seven days or something. <laughs> no, I just don't want to see it. You know, but no, here, we'll, I'm, I'm not a pussy. You know, <laughs> it clown. Uh. Let's the go next, to Wiki- Wikipedia. The next, the next sound you'll be hear will be a high pitched scream, and that'll be <laughs> that'll be Adam. I want to see Wikipedia tells. Uh, a I monster. T- Tim Curry played the original clown. Yeah, which made it extra scary. Yeah. A monster of unknown origins. It originated before the creation of the universe itself in a dimension that is referred to as the Deadlights. And its true form is never revealed. Because of this, the Losers Club does not... The Losers Club is a kid. Does not know what it actually is, giving the creature its name. So it's like this this like ancient fucking evil, Stephen King. Calm <laughs> down. <laughs> and it just it just decided to be a clown. It was like, what what could I be to really scare the shit out of everybody? Oh, I know, I'll be a fucking clown. Well, because you know, for most people, clowns are scary. See, clowns don't scare me. This one does, <laughs> but clowns don't say. They say that this movie. Um, I was I was watching this documentary on clowns one day. You know, you fucking on Netflix and you just don't know what you're doing. Like, yeah. Um, and I'm watching this documentary I like that you just don't know what you're doing. Right. You don't know what you do with your life. And fucking this one, there's talking about clown college. It's like a documentary. And, and you know, it's happy-go-lucky. They're, they're learning how to, you know, deal with children and stuff like that. And this one guy's like, it's it's been hard the last um, the last few decades ever since that it movie came out it's been a whole different scene and i'm like you know what probably has been yeah like, that makes sense <laughs> well john wayne gacy was a kid's clown too yeah but he, but that yeah but that's a real serial killer <laughs> so... and he was first of all i've seen pictures of that dude you should have known he was off like he didn't even do it they were talking about a whole thing how he did his uh clown makeup was incorrectly <laughs> Like he did it in a maniacal way, like with sharp points and stuff like that. Because I we recently went to um, w- one of my kids is uneasy around clowns. I can't remember which one, and um, <laughs> we went to the Italian circus. The Italian circus came through. And it's mm-hmm. very old timey, right. you know, one tent. Like, and it's it was really cool. And uh, it was my daughter, um, Hannah, and she got over it, you know. But it you saw it actual. They had one clown. That was it. Because that's kind of how how it was back in the day 
and he was the one like in between when they were setting things up he's doing a little comedy act stuff like that right and um you could tell because his makeup was very is very soft it wasn't threatening in any way you know he was kind of the fucking dumbass like he just kept falling over and shit and then you look at that that serial killer dude and he looks like he's gonna kill you who would hire him (laughs) apparently people did (laughs) people out there fucking fine it looks friendlier than he does yeah that's true you know (laughs) all right well uh while we don't want to piss our pants anymore i think it's uh time we jump into. oh no it goes it goes on the monster arrived on Earth in the form of an asteroid during prehistory, <laughs> landing in what later would become the town of Derry. <laughs> and hibernated there until humans settled. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I forgot it was a miniseries, to be real. Yeah. I thought, because you could buy it. I saw it as, as one of those, um, uh, back when you, you get the big box, it had the two VHS yeah. tapes in it. Yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. all right on that note let's jump into some headlines all right so it was widely reported thursday that the upcoming justice league movie was going to have a runtime of 170 minutes the rumor stated started as a tweet from people who were attending the warner brothers panel at cinemacon which is like comic-con for theater owners the news started circulating on the on the internet. The web, uh, the rap reported citing people with knowledge that of what's actually going on says the final version will not be 150 minutes. I mean 170 minutes. That would make it literally I think 30 minutes longer than uh, BVS or something along that lines. Um, people need to fucking calm down because everybody's like three hours. It's gonna be three hours. It's and and one of the things that I thought was hilarious about this is the fact that when the Avengers came out and they in- announced that yeah it's gonna be like two hours and twenty minutes or something like that, they were like that's it. It's only gonna be that. It's like fuck, man. Why can't they make it longer? Now we have a Justice League movie that is gonna be like close to three hours, and mostly everybody's like fuck that shit. The way I see it is, the longer the movie, the pr- the price of the ticket didn't change. You're just getting more for your money. Well, yeah, but. If they if they leave a lot of nonsensical shit in there, I mean, because to me, if, if what I'm figuring happened, this is what I'm figuring happened. Somebody probably asked, "Oh, how long's the movie now?" Well, right now it's about almost three hours. Yeah, because they haven't edited. Yet. Because they haven't finished. They have till fucking November to finish this, and it's just like because every director, even Joss Whedon, who did the first cut of the Avenger movie, said. Yeah, the first cut was about three hours because now they've cut all the excess away and now have a cohesive story. Now it's like, okay, now how do we trim it down a little more? Because to be honest, movie theaters make money on how many times they can show it. The longer the movie is, the less times they can show it. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's, just, that, that's real life right there. People just like to bitch. Like I, Everyone should just not pay attention to the bitching. There should be like... There's two layers. There's there's the outer crust, which is fucking everyone just being dumb and complaining. And then below that, there's some people with some actual, like, constructive criticism. So just <laughs> right. dig through the crust and then listen to those five people right. on the internet. So, moving right along, motherfucker. It wasn't me. Ooh. I think it was him in this one. <laughs> Deadline reports. 
Um, Sylvester Stallone has left the Expendables franchise completely as he couldn't agree on a creative vision for the fourth installment with series producer A.V. Lerner. The series vision of the Expendables. <laughs> I want to put that up. Uh, Stallone was particularly concerned over the director uh, and script for the Expendables 4 and just couldn't come to an agreement with Lerner. It's also been reported that Stallone passed up on what could have been his biggest upfront payday, even at over, ever at over 20 million. Damn. That's actually not that much. No, considering, yeah, 20 million used to be the high, but yeah. Um, however, in an interview with Deadline, Lerner revealed that he wasn't ready to throw in the towel yet and believes something can still be worked out to bring Stallone back on board. Quote, I don't think it's over, but write whatever you want. Lerner said, in my opinion, it's not dead. That is the dopest quote to a reporter. And he's like, listen, I know what I know, and you know what you know, and you're a fucking idiot. How about that? Um, you do you, I'll do me, okay? Now, if... The problem is, is if Stallone leaves, like, yeah, there's a lot of actors in there, but he was kind of the glue that held them all together. Yeah, he was, he was, he's the ocean in ocean, the ocean movies. Right. Like, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a few other ones drop off if he yeah. leaves too, especially in the fourth film. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to be like, ah, fuck it. You know? Because well, the thing was, is even in the third film, which didn't do well at all, um, it was touted as the last ride. Right. You know, it was like their last ride. Oh, now they're going to do a fourth one. But, I mean, until we can make money, <laughs> right? Until yeah. somebody needs to pay for that new house, then they're going to do another movie. But my thing with this is that, you know, how bad is the script if Stallone leaves? Because let's let's be honest, those other three, not masterpieces, you know? No, I mean, they're not supposed to be no. in their defense. They're supposed to just be fun. Right. But the third one was pretty bad. Like, it, yeah. it wasn't even that fun. No. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, and that's that, that's the real thing when you get when you get into movies like this. But, you know, we all know Stallone's up for a lot of things. So if he's bailing because he can't come to agreement on it, I just look at it as, OK, well, that's like, you know, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That movie that we got was the movie that they all agreed on. So right. it makes me wonder, like, how bad were the other ones? <laughs> but then also, too, like. A lot of people are like, oh, I know twenty million isn't high, but that's twenty million. See, motherfucker, Stallone's probably still spending Rocky money. Oh, he's totally spending. You know Rocky what I mean? Money. Like, so it, it's really he don't give a fuck either way. So he's he only going to do Rocky like, money. That's right. He's only <laughs> going to do the movie if he's if he wants to. He doesn't have to do shit. You know, he's one of those old school actors where they don't have those contractual obligations because yeah. they were signed on a long time ago. So he can pretty much do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, you know, speaking of Rocky, they just had on one of the cable channels, they had a Rocky marathon last night. I never saw the new Rocky, and I heard it wasn't bad. Which one, Creed? Yeah. Yeah, that was actually really good. I I, it was, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'm a, I'm a big Rocky fan. I love those Rocky movies, um, even as ridiculous as they as they get, like in Rocky Four when he's training in Siberia. And I'm like, oh, synthesizer montage, synthesizer montage music, you know. Um I, I really like that's not Creed. ridiculous. That was real life. <laughs> but they had uh yeah, when I saw Creed, I actually I was hesitant on it, but I, people were saying, "Oh, it's actually pretty good." And and then I watched it and I was like, "Wow, this this is actually really good." I was really really surprised with it. Um but yeah, basically it's it Rocky finally becomes Mickey in that movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so well, we'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure, you know, either the script will get better or the payday will get bigger and then, you know, Stallone may be back. But if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be heartbroken. Let's just say, let right. me just put it that it's way. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's, they're fun movies. You want to watch things blow up. Right. You know, they're, they, they hearken back to a simpler time, <laughs> you know, but you only need to hearken back to that simpler time so many times. So you're like, okay. Yeah, exactly. When you're like, okay, I can spot the 20 year old stunt double that's on here now, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, so moving on into gaming news. Polygon is reporting that Mad Cats Inc., best known for its inexpensive gaming hardware and peripherals, has filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Huh? The, the company has since shut down and begun selling off its assets. All um, will uh, its assets with all the proceeds going to pay off lenders. The company has chosen to liquidate the company rather than attempt to reorganize. The reason for the reason was longstanding financial trouble and hedging their fate on co-publishing and designing instruments for the game Rock Band 4. The failure of the game posted heavy losses for the company. That sucks. Cause that's Mad, kinda... Cat, Mad Cats used to be the joint back oh, then. Oh, I know. They were the one to get. Mm-hmm. I remember but that was a long time ago, though. Yeah, I mean, I remember used to picking up those controllers because they were cheaper yeah. than buying the real fucking, the you know, the real. Uh, but they and, weren't bad back. In no, the no, but not back in the day. But then once console, the people who made the consoles started discovering, you know, controllers are like the most important part, and they started making these bomb ass controllers. <laughs> right. You know, it was hard to match that and keep the cost down. Oh yeah, I mean, I think the last the last Mad Cats like controller I ever bought was I think for my like, I think it was for my GameCube. Like that, that's how how back I you know how far back I go, and it came with like the little grips on it, you know, because yeah. you know how, you know the little the little. I fine bought grips something. And... I bought something Mad Cats for my Game Boy Color back in the day, and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I but think it, it was like a grip thing, like it was something yeah. like that. Like they always made things that enhance the yeah experience, you know. But, and they um, were cheaper too. Like you know, it's like going. Well, why should I pay whatever amount for an official, like you know, Sony, you know, PlayStation One controller when I can just get Mac hats? Yeah, but know? now there's a fucking reason. Yeah, because the cheaper stuff is like straight from China, right. and it's it's usually sucks, you know. Yeah. Um, but even I mean, look at how how can you compete now when you have like Xbox? They <laughs> make a pro controller. You know right. what I mean? Like they, if you want something with better, flippers and shit on the bottom, right? You know? Like ridiculous. <laughs> like my my hand controller has fucking rudders on it. For Christ's sake, like, what are we doing? Well, you stop and you're like, Microsoft, really, really, this is what we're going with. You know, come I kind of want one though. I'm not gonna lie, motherfucker. <laughs> it just looks dope. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of video games, that was a stupid segue. Um, <laughs> since we're in the video game section, um. You know when you start saying something and you know it's dumb, but you have to finish. Right. Like you've already committed. <laughs> yeah, you know. Right. A new study says that playing Tetris might prevent the development of post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, the Telegraph reports that Oxford University and Karolinska, Karolinska Institute in Sweden. Uh, and if I said that wrong, I apologize to the Swedish um had, had as opposed people, to anybody else no if anyone else is complaining they shut the fuck up because all they're doing is virtue signaling and they can relax you know that's all i'm saying um had people involved in car accidents play the puzzle game 
within six hours after entering the emergency room. These people who played Tetris were then found to be less likely to have PTSD in the future. Quote, our hypothesis was that after a trauma, patients would have fewer in intrusive memories if they got to play Tetris as, as part of a short behavioral intervention while waiting in the hospital emergency department, said Emily Holmes, a professor of psychology at Karolinska. Um, the quote goes on. Since the game is visually demanding, we wanted... Visually demanding? It's fucking Tetris. Oh, well, they're using like a newer Tetris. Um, we wanted to see if it could prevent the intrusive aspects of the traumatic memories from becoming established by dis disrupting a process known as memory cons consol consolidation. Um, now, the study only involves 71 people, so Oxford and Karolinska want to test a larger group next time. Holmes added that this is early days and more research is needed. Um, so, I mean, this kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Like you, It's almost like you're just giving some something to someone that's going to calm them down. Yeah, you know it. It's kind of hard to be in shock when your your brain is actively doing something. Right. And Tetris can be calming as long as you're not a rage quit kind of guy. <laughs> you know. Um, well, I was just thinking. Hmm. I do have Tetris on my PlayStation. <laughs> Maybe I should, you know, play it a little bit. Because of work, you know. <laughs> right, right. I, th I think, too, that maybe they have something going here, too. Because when you think about this game specific, Tetris. Who doesn't like Tetris? Yeah. Like, I mean, Everyone likes Tetris. You, I guarantee you that at least everyone has that game on their mobile device. You know. Or at least it, has had it at some yeah, point. Yeah, at some point, yeah. You know, because it's... Because if you have an Tetris. iPhone, if you have an iPhone 16 gig, you probably had to get rid of some of those things. Right. Like, <laughs> Tetris Tetris is one of those games that even non-gamers will play it for hours. Like, it's right. ju it's just... the It's a perfect video game. If you, yeah. if you really think about it, there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, you yeah. know, so um, maybe they have some there. That's, that's kind of interesting. Or maybe they're just forcing people not to deal with their issues because <laughs> they're distracting them with something else. <laughs> there's also that road. Well, I think um, I, I think a lot of it might have to be with, you know, narrowing the focus, kind of just focusing on the 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 event going on right then and there, making quick decisions and stuff like that based off that. That could right. have something to do with it. Who knows? But kind of, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, when I saw, it, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like that's just a maybe like pulls focus from the emotional aspect of your brain, and because your reasoning centers are firing off too much. You know, yeah. something like that you know i'm not i'm obviously never studied at oxford so i wouldn't know <laughs> you know but he had to settle for stanford you know <laughs> right uh, i guess it's still ivy league but i mean <laughs> jesus it's slumming it you know right <laughs> all right well moving on into comic news Last week, organizers of the San Diego Comic-Con announced that open registration for this year's event will finally go down on Saturday, April 8th. Tickets will go on sale just after 9 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time on Saturday. The Logic waiting room will open at 8 a.m. for registration code authorization. Codes will be sent out at least 48 hours prior to registration. Remember, you and everyone you need to purchase tickets for will have to have uh, a member ID. Prices for preview night are is $45. $60 for Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, and $40 for Sunday. I, this is late for them. Usually it's yeah. done way earlier, but now they're, you know, I don't know. People, they already had, like, you know, people from last year, they got their orders. They even, they even opened up fucking um, hotel reservations 
like two months ago and it's like now we're just getting into actual tickets so rent a um put in a reservation for a hotel in case you get tickets yeah that sucks yeah i know it's like fuck you <laughs> oh whatever i'm i'm kind of i've made a decision like i i really loved and it's one of my my most fondest memories is going to comic-con with steve like it was it was dope to go to comic-con and and i also went with the homie so you know it was it was awesome i have no complaints whatsoever however <laughs> i think i've decided if i go to a comic-con again i'm gonna maybe stay away from san diego and maybe go to some of the smaller ones like steve's been doing because they seem to be more interesting for a fan you know what i mean yeah. like san diego every year is becoming more and more like e3 like it's it's just yeah it, just movies and and what can we shove down your throat you know, and the section of actual comic books is getting smaller and smaller. So, I mean, we have the Phoenix Comic Con here, um, which has been just getting better and better. Um, tickets are real cheap for that. And I, I just haven't, I never have the time to go. Um, but I need to make a trek out there. And then California has fucking a, a fucking con going on every other week. <laughs> two of know. my, yeah, two of my favorite cons out here is one in Anaheim, like literally down the street from Disney, WonderCon, which happened this weekend. Um, and uh, that's always a great time. This week, this weekend, I mean, it was a big DC push this week. Like everybody from Jim Lee to Jeff Johns, everybody was out there this weekend. Um, and uh, and then also another favorite of mine, which is getting bigger and bigger by the, every year, is the Long Beach Comic Con, which usually happens around September. Right. Um, so those two are like my personal favorites to go to. And then there's also smaller cons that you know always have people go in and, and that's really the thing is like yeah i think it's cool san diego i mean i wouldn't mind going back one more time um and i think it'll be cool that if you like you and i could go back again you know and do do another round there but a lot of times you know i have a lot of fun going to the smaller ones it's just it's just a lot of it's a lot cooler and like at at long beach when i went you know, that's where I, you know, I took that picture with John Barrowman from Arrow and Doctor Who, you know, and, and you know, get some cool stuff and, and interesting panels. And WonderCon has, was, was, um, was, has been great. So, yeah, I, I think those kind of those particular events are, are amazing. I think, too, it's like it's, it's just it's, it's such a pain in the ass because it's such a big con, yeah. like finding a hotel and. And just all that shit is always more expensive. Like, oh, yeah. it, it's just like, fuck this. Now, I'm not going to Phoenix Comic Con this year because I pretty much used all my vacation time to go out for Steve's birthday, my difficulties. <laughs> you know, but um, I think I am definitely going to make a trek to Phoenix Comic Con next year. And I hope that Steve will be able to join. <laughs> that would be fun. And then we could do, just a, to, do a Comic Con episode. Right, dude, and the best bring, thing about dude, we could bring the area mic and then like record like from there. Oh yeah, that'd be dope. And the best thing about it is, is I live thirty minutes away from it, so <laughs> there's, there's no hotel, no right. fucking dumb shit. You know what I mean? We just, yeah. just chill at the crib. That's go that's over one there, thing come back. Thinking, that was one other thing I was thinking too. Like, oh, you could do a if we could do a WonderCon because technically it's it's like forty five minutes away from here to right. to get to Disneyland or depending, you know, maybe a little traffic an hour, dude could do um could do WonderCon and it would just be a great time so and we if, if we were doing phoenix comic-con from here we could we could do daily podcasts yeah I'm, now i'm not making any promises i'm just thinking <laughs> right um, just... We, 
And you know so you're going to be a year uh, over a year in advance. So, you know, like I have a computer set up everything. We we could get it done. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it'd be really interesting to to see what we could do. Um, but anyway, let's we can talk about that off mic. <laughs> right. yeah. Um, if you own an Xbox One and if you don't step it up. Okay, step your game. <laughs> you need Jesus. Um, is right. really what we're trying to say. <laughs> you need to get right with the Lord. I say that at work all the time. You need to get right with the Lord. Um, you can start downloading free comics right now. The what? new IDW, yes, the new IDW Comics app brings the full IDW Comics library to your console, and for the first week, you can download ten specific volumes at no charge. Now, when did this article come out? <laughs> this article came out on the thirty-first of March. So Friday. So yeah. So okay, we're still we're still there. You have pretty much the rest of the week. Um, the comics are available. The comics are available as both standard and motion books. Those motion oh, books are dope. Yeah. Um, and you can use the app to watch trailers right now and bring the scene behind the scenes videos at a later date. Here are the volumes available for download between now and April seventh. Uh, we got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Volume One, Lock and Key Volume One. Uh, Dave, Star Trek Volume 1, Ghostbusters Volume 1, Gem Volume 1, Fear and Loathing, Transformers R.I.D. Volume 1, Transformers MTMTE Volume 1, and Judge Judge Dredd Volume 1. To download the books, you need to create an account and then go into the My Books section of the app to find them. The app plans to add exclusive content and and ability to purchase IDW-owned TV episodes and movies. I don't need to read the rest. Um motion comics are dope as fuck like i've i've seen a few of those on youtube like some free ones they've thrown up and it's basically you're still reading the panels but the panels are moving slightly like they've just added some animation to the artwork right and it just looks so fucking cool man (laughs) like and they got some pretty good books up man teenage ninja turtles fucking judge dread ghostbusters star trek like what are we doing you know so yeah, By the way, if you've that. only watched the cartoons and movies of the Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, prepare yourself for the comic. Because <laughs> they, they get a little real sometimes. Right, yeah. So. All right. So, moving on into technology news. Samsung announced the release of their new Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus, which is set for April 21st. Pre-orders for the device began on March 30th. Those pre-orders will receive those who pre-order will receive a free Gear VR headset and controller, which normally retail $170. Uh, both devices will have infinity edges and have gone to slim bezels and a tall 18.5 by 9 AMOLED display. The home, yeah, the home button has been removed for an on-screen button as well as Samsung's name at the top of the phone. Only I, the only items on the front of the phone will be the front camera, earpiece, proximity sensor, and the iris scanner, which early reports are indicating works fucking amazing on the phone, which was also introduced in the Note 7. There are two sizes, the Galaxy S8, which has a 5.8-inch 2960 by 1440 display, and the Galaxy S8 Plus, which has a 6.2-inch 2960 by 1440 display both displays are hdr certified by the uhd alliance keep in mind that that doesn't change the actual dimensions of the device just the amount of screen that it displayed on the phone 
The S8 will use an octa-core um, SOC with four 2.3 gigahertz cores and four 1.7 gigahertz cores. And the S8 Plus has four 2.35 gigahertz cores and four 1.9 gigahertz cores. In the US, the Galaxy S8 is expected to be the first device to launch with Qualcomm's new Snapdragon 835 SoC. Internationally, the device will use Samsung's Exynos 8859 SoC. The device will have four gigs of RAM, which is most of computers yeah. have four gigs of RAM, 64 gigabytes of storage, plus a micro SD slot, uh, stand, uh, one uh, IP68 water and dust resistance, and a USB-C port. The S8 has a 3,000 mega um, milliamp uh, battery, uh, while the one on the bigger Galaxy S8 Plus, um, Samsung has been a little conservative with the 3,500 milliamps battery, a 100, 100 milliamp downgrade from the S7 Edge. The phone also includes a 6 megapixel rear camera with OIS, an 8 megapixel front camera, a category 16 gigabit class LTE uh, standard Wi-Fi and the first device to have a Bluetooth 5.0 on the phone. And the cool thing with um, the benefit to the 5.0 is that using Bluetooth, you can you can actually sync it with multiple either speakers or headphones using Bluetooth 5.0. Yeah. Um, it comes in five colors, black, gray, silver, gold, and coral blue. Samsung is shipping with Android 7.0 with the usual TouchWiz skin and Samsung Pay compatibility. It'll come with the Bixby voice assistant, which is the result of Samsung's acquisition of Viv Labs, which has been part of the original team behind Siri which can search for images, tell you about landmarks, and translate languages. And if you point your the phone's camera at a product, Bixby will try to buy it on will try to help you buy it online, like Amazon tried to do with, you know, that Fire Phone thing. Yeah. Yeah. Both versions of the device will come with AKG earbuds which retail for $99 for free. So yeah, that that eight plus got me feeling some kind of way. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It just looks so sexy. That I think when I when I saw the phones, I was like, ugh. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let everyone else buy it and then give it six months, like I always <laughs> do. And then uh, if everything's still good, I'll probably be looking at it. Well, like I when you know, because I I mentioned before, I think I've mentioned before on the show that with my current plan, because I at the time that I got the S7 Edge. Um, I switched over from the iPhone and at that time they were giving you only that you only had to have the contract for a year to get your upgrade. So then you could upgrade to any Samsung device after that. My contract comes up next month and the phone goes on sale later this month. So maybe by June, I might pick it up, go ahead and update it for that. Yeah. But, um, yes, that thing looks fucking sexy, doesn't it? Yeah. Cause my, my Galaxy 6 is still trucking along, <laughs> um, but it's getting a little long in the tooth, so four gigs of RAM. I know. I'm like, fucking A, dude. Like, my laptop has four gigs of RAM. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's that's plenty for a hmm. phone. But the funny thing is, is once they make a phone, well, they, they do have phones now with four gigs of RAM, but once a flagship phone comes out with four gigs of RAM, 
then it will be too slow because people go, oh, we have four gigs now? And they'll start making <laughs> stuff for that. Exactly. One I like of the, the, oh, go ahead. I, I like the SD card too. Yeah. That yeah. was almost like a sorry for the note. That's what that feels like. <laughs> well, the thing, yeah. and Well, the thing is, is I have the SD card on my phone. The only thing that bugs me about Android's current or Google's current version of Android is that you can transfer you know, apps to the SD card, but anytime it updates, it automatically goes back to the main drive and you have to manually push them back over to mm. the, um, to the SD card. Um, when they, and I remember that, com- remember that as being an issue late when it came out and it said at the time, you know, Apple's or Android is kind of like, well, you know, it's kind of the way it is right now. It's like, it doesn't have to be that way. It was never that way before. Right. You know, it just seems a little, you, y'all motherfuckers acting brand new. Yeah, exactly. I'm tired of speaking to that intern. I want to talk to the person behind them. <laughs> I want to talk to Oz himself. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> but what's funny is that I'm listening to like these tech shows that um, talk about like, oh, you know, but now will people remember, you know, will, will Samsung have an issue because of the note? And I, I'm like listening to these shows and I'm thinking the only ones that don't forget are you guys. The, yeah, the media, because everybody that I've spoken to about this, you know, like they look at my phone, they go, oh, is that the the, the Edge 7? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, that's a nice phone. They're like, what do you think about the 8? Like the note never comes up. Like nobody ever says, well, I don't want that. That hasn't blown up on you, you know? Well, because I think the note thing, yeah, there were a lot of jokes, of course. But of I course. think that I think any rational human being knows, well, all Samsung's going to do is change who makes their batteries. Yeah. And then call it a day. The only, the only, it wasn't really the the actual mechanical error was not even the real issue. The real issue was that it happened to Samsung. Yeah. And the same thing would happen if it happened to Apple. Like well, people would be like, "What the fuck?" Well, you know what I mean? Well, that was my thing. Like I was saying, like you know, everybody, even in in a couple of the reports that I read, you know, like one of the reports that I read where I got some of the um, specs on that even had to mention it at the end, you know, about the note. And I was like, you know, the only ones that don't forget are you guys writing this stuff. Like to you guys, it's a big deal. And I I guarantee you, none of you had a note, you know, and we have, you know, after that, you know, after Samsung kind of did that little, yeah, they did a little bit of a botch job the second time around. But, you know, since then we haven't had any issues. And the same thing is, is that most people have forgotten about it. You know, the only thing now and this this was actually a conversation I had with somebody was um, and and this was interesting, too, because I have a I have a, a co-worker who has a note and I think she has the four, the note four. Oh, that's the one I had. And she's like, but are they going to make a new note? Yeah, that and, was actually my first question when I heard about the eight. It was yeah. like, are they going to make a new note? I want them to make a new note. I love the note. Yeah. And, and, you, know. and you know, they're there. It's one of those things where. It's we know it's kind of coming, but how are they going to go with it? Are they going to make it a Note Eight, or are they going to go ahead and, and make it something else? I, I wouldn't pers- be surprised if they skipped a generation for the Note. I wouldn't be. I to me, I hope they keep the Note line. I really do because it's like saying like, okay, we're going to do an eight. You know, if they go, we'll go. It's with- the perfect. The Note is the perfect phone for people who, yeah, you can have fun on the phone too, but if you really want to get business done, like yeah. it's the perfect phone for that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. I agree. So, yeah, it's one of those things where I'm just like, you know, I, and, and my thing is, is like, yeah, but if this had happened to Apple, would everybody be saying at the end of everything? Yeah, but how would they react? You know, how are people going to react? It's like, no, everybody's like, it's good that Apple's, you know, kind of pushing ahead. It would be different. Yeah, because because the greatest thing that uh, Apple's ever had is its marketing. Right. Um. The, the thing is, too, is like. The note for me is the perfect phone because like I have a, a six, it's not a bad phone, but if I want to do stuff for the, I noticed that I never really want to do stuff for the podcast on here, like show notes and stuff. Right. When I had the note though, with that pen, oh yeah. shit, <laughs> I was getting all kinds of shit done. Right. You know, but it's just, I miss it. I miss the note. Yeah. Baby, come back. <laughs> all right. So this is pretty cool. SpaceX has success has succeeded in relaunching one of its Falcon 9 rockets for the first time ever an undertaking um, that saw the first ever reflight of an entire orbital class rocket by anyone. The achievement is a key ingredient in SpaceX long term business plans for making rocket launches more affordable and accessible to corporate and government customers fundamentally. Uh, changing the economics of spaceflight in ways that pave the way uh, for more ambitious projects, including an eventual trip to Mars. Um, this rocket was first used last year when it was the first Falcon 9 rocket to successfully land on one of SpaceX's autonomous drone ships at sea. That happened in April during the CRS-8 mission, a resupply mission for the International Space Station. It's since undergone a barrage of testing, to ensure it's ready to successfully fly again. Quote, we're not one we're not one way trip we're what? We're not one way trip to Mars people. We want to make sure people can come back. Explained SpaceX president Gwen Shotwell in a pre-launch interview. And that means you need a reusable rocket system. She added that eventually the goal is to land and relaunch on the same day. The Falcon 9 rocket used here took about four months to repurpose for, for reuse, she added. Both fully reused rockets and ro and rockets that you can reuse quickly are key to truly blowing open the doors on commercial spaceflight market, according to SpaceX. So here's the big deal here. My biggest, the, the biggest thing that's impressed me so far is they had a few failures in the beginning. They couldn't get the damn thing to land. You know, and stuff like that. They had a, had a few rockets blow up, but they kept fucking doing it until they got it right. And you can't say that about a lot of companies nowadays, especially yeah. with especially especially with stuff like this. You know, like he, my fucking Elon Musk was like, "No, fuck you. We're figuring this out," because it, people think, "Oh, it's a you know, yeah, it's cool. They they're reusing stuff. It's not it's not just cool. It's it's fucking needed." For, for space flight right now because it's too expensive. Nobody wants to do shit because it costs too much money. So if we can get, and just like that, the president of the company was saying, if we can get reusable rockets that you can land on Mars and then leave with the same rocket, you're 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 in like Flynn, man. You just you just save millions of dollars. So I think I thought this was dope. It was almost my one awesome thing. God <laughs> damn it! What do you think, Steve? Oh no, that's. I mean, it's. I, I I like seeing things keep pushing. You know, keep moving forward. You know, yeah. so I'm, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm cool with this. I mean, I. It was one of those things where I looked at. I was like, oh, awesome. 
I like I like hearing good news, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you could you could think about a reusable rocket too, where you could have um, a probe that's a lander. Like think in smaller scale. Yeah. You could land it on like they're talking about Europa. You could land it on Europa, do some tests, then zip off. It could come back with samples and everything. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a big fucking deal, man. <laughs> you know, it's huge. Like my dick. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of, <laughs> of rockets, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> although it doesn't orbit very well, you know. Oh, oh, oh! Did I did I did I make that weird? Yes, I did. But it's always <laughs> ready for a launch, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, I think that brings us to the end of the headlines. So this one here is going to be, in my opinion, is going to be fairly short because one of the things that I, um, the reason why I picked this was because, not because of what had happened, um, but I think that the, 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 the media has made it something that it isn't. Um, this last week, the U.S. House of Representatives voted Tuesday to eliminate ISP privacy rules following the Senate vote of the same action the week prior. Um, and now heads to President Trump's uh, desk for his signature, which is expected to happen. Now, one of the th- the reason why I brought this up is because the biggest misconception about this is that, and especially is limited here, where it says voted Tuesday to eliminate I- eliminate ISP privacy rules. The problem is those rules were never in place. The way the the media and everybody is stating it is stating that oh they're taking away these rules, but the rules were never there. the The privacy rules were actually rules issued by the FCC last year and were um, were supposed to go into effect December of this year. And what the rule was um, was requiring is that home internet and mobile broadband providers get customer consumers opt-in consent before selling or sharing web browsing history, app usage history, and other private information with advertisers and other companies. Now, what this um, what this vote actually does is now allows the, um, the home internet and mobile broadband companies to sell it without your consent. Um, so, you know that that's kind of where where it comes down and that's one of the things that you'll see these articles a lot of the articles and they'll say that oh you know you know the they voted to you know get rid of these rules but the real fact of the matter is these these were never rules to begin with not to here's say my, that it doesn't make it any any you know any better here's my, here's my question and 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 this might lead into a controversial view of the situation but Browsing is the does the browsing history remain anonymous or does it say Adam Riley's browsing? No, history? it's um, it's supposed to be aggregated information. For, so, okay, so it's not attached to a name or anything. right. And what people what um, people think and and he, this was one thing that that came. Um, there was a story that came out 
And um, I remember seeing it and then um, kind of following up on it. There was some crowds for um, crowd um, sourcing sites that were saying, oh, hey, you know, donate to this and then we can buy the, you know, uh, browsing information of the people who voted for this. That's not how it works. You know, so here's here's my what, what I say what might be a controversial view. If it's anonymous, why does it really fucking matter? Like, yes, it is kind of wrong. But then you have peop- the same people that are complaining use services that use this kind of data to cater things for them. Right. If anyone who uses has location turned on on their phone is using the similar kind of more personal um, aggregation of data where it can tell you, hey, um, you're at work now. Uh, this is how long it's going to take you to get home when you leave. Like right. stuff, stuff that Google does. Or when you go on Amazon and Amazon knows what you've purchased before and it gives you suggestions based on what, why does, why does that matter? Because, because now the idea is, you know, uh, the, the concept, especially because of the fact that it was, um, you know, because it's really kind of pushed to be more partisan party politics than, than anything else, because people are using that for most of these issues. But what seems to be the issue is, is that we never, these rules, you know, we didn't have these rules before, you know, so it's not like we lost anything. It was a simple of like, it's basically it comes down to, hey guys, we're going to go to um, Disneyland. Oh, you know what? Something came up. We're not going to be able to go to Disneyland now. You didn't lose anything. You just lost the hope that, oh, hey, we're going to go to Disneyland. You know, yeah. but it, in in turn, it's not like, oh, we're at Disneyland and then we're doing it like, oh, wait, we got to go now. We got to leave. We, we can't you know, we can't go to Disneyland anymore, you know. Um, and yeah, that's that. I mean, you know, everybody's trying to make it seem that it's all about invasion of privacy, that they're going to now know exactly where you live and exactly where, you know, how you did that is all the that is all the that is all the scare tactic which the government you know always likes to do it doesn't change anything that it that it has now the only difference is is that we can say yes you can share it or no you can't now it's it doesn't really matter but you kind of are supposed to get it's it's the oh god what's the um i'm trying to remember who oh think of it this way it's like mozilla when you go into Mozilla and you download Firefox and then you install it, it automatically is set by default to delete your cookies. So that's why you have to always, you know, if you have certain things that require, you know, them they put cookies in there so they can recognize your computer when you go in there, it automatically deletes them. So if you want, if you don't want that to happen because you're annoyed by that, you actually have to go into the settings and opt out. That's kind of what this is. The automatic default is we share. But from yeah. from what I from what I've been hearing is that you will have to opt out, but they don't have to get your permission to for, you know, at first. So if it's that yeah. big of a deal to somebody, they can just opt out. Like this is yet this is yet another thing that the media spins way out of control. But then my main mm-hmm. point too, and, and stuff like this always reminds me of one thing. Those damn saver cards, that membership cards you get at grocery stores. Right, exactly. Where people are all up in arms about privacy, but they'll still do things mm-hmm. that take their, in theory, take their privacy away because they're getting a benefit for it, right. which makes it hypocritical. 
you know, you could easily say, I don't want to save a car. Well, sir, you're going to save money. I don't fucking care. You know, I'm not going to jeopardize my principles, whatever. But then even further into that example, the say the if I go if I go to um, a grocery store and I and I scan my little shopper card and then I buy some shit, it's not saying Adam Riley bought a fucking gallon of milk on this day. It's just seeing how many people buy certain things so they can stock the shelves better, or they send you coupons like um, like I shop at Ralph's. And then, you know, with coupons that I get, there are some coupons in there that I get of things that I get the most. Right. You know, it, it, and the thing, the same thing rule, the same rule applies with Amazon. Primarily, you know, it's Amazon. You go on there and you go and you're looking up shit on Amazon and then it's like, hey, you bought this, you know, and the, but that gets into the whole aggregate story where it's, you know, hey, you bought this. How about another one? It's like, no, motherfucker. Why don't you show me something that goes with that instead of. Oh, you bought a PS4. How about another one? You well, know? That's, just, that's just that's just fucking programming that needs to be not so fucking lazy, <laughs> right? But, but it's the, just but, to me, I, I think. But here's here, my not. but here's my my point is is that sometimes I'll jump into um uh oh uh fuck I forgot the podcasting app that I use um podcast addict yeah and I'll jump into podcast addict and at the bottom it has an ad and. Is it convenient that every time I jump in there, it's always an ad from a website that I've just recently gone to? No. That's 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 how it works. You already know it exists. <laughs> exactly, because they go, oh, you went to American Eagle. Oh, guess what? At the bottom of the Pod Addicts ad, suddenly it's an it's an American Eagle ad. You know, that's, that's what it is. And I, I think, I mean, you know, tech sites have always been about, you know, consumer privacy. The thing is, is that, I'm not saying that we should, we, you know, we don't need privacy. We do because at some point, when is the information, when, when is it too much information? Right. You know, how much, you know, how much information do we need? But the, you know, the thing is, is that taking the sting off of this because everybody's perpetuating it as, oh, it's, um, you know, the Republicans want to get all of your, you know, all of your information. You just see what websites you go, what size underwear you buy. It's like, no, that's not how it works. Because, again, keep in mind, this was the same group of people that wanted to put SOPA into effect. Right. You know, so these people obviously don't understand how the Internet works. And it's aggregated information, which means that it could be, okay, you know, of all these, you know, of all these people, most of the people visit this site or most of the people visit that site and it's tailored to ads because that's how they and make their money. Let's be, let's be a hundred percent honest too. When they get this aggregated information, let's say over a year period, all they're going to see is everyone's on Instagram, Facebook, and fucking Snapchat. <laughs> right. You know, it, the majority of people barely use the fucking internet. They think they use it, but they use devices that are connected to it. Right. Like it's, it's whatever. Like, I understand the point that people are trying to make, but if your point is based on inaccuracies because you're too fucking lazy to look something up, like, I don't care then. Because I'll be honest, I, I was quiet at the beginning of this because I haven't had time to really look at the details. And I know Steve had, so I was listening. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out, because the way the news tries to tell me in the little fucking 20-second news clip, is that the government will now know every single fucking time I personally go to Lifehacker or something right. like that. And I'm like, what? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why would they even give a fuck at that level? It's kind of the same thing when people used to say, oh, they're listening to 
all of our phone calls. Right. Why do you think you're that fucking important? <laughs> right. Like no one wants to hear your stupid phone calls. Yeah. And, you know? that, and so, that's where, yeah. And that's kind of why I kind of brought this up as, as a, as just a topic was simply because of the fact that I, you know, it's like, you know, you're hearing that, oh yeah, they're going to, they're going to, you know, see the websites you visit or the apps you use and search your history and the contents of your emails and your health and your financial data. The problem is, is that they already do that and we're not losing it. It's not like they're taking a segment of that away. It was supposed to be implemented. It was just one of those things that was that was that came up by the FCC that was supposed to be implemented, but the way it's being spun is that we're losing that when we're not. We're, we haven't even got it to lose and it. And also, the data that people are worried about, most people freely share anyway, because no one fucking cares. Well, no, no one, one fucking reads it. That's exactly. The thing. They don't read the the terms and conditions. Yeah. Like Facebook alone, and this has been, and we've talked about this a few times on the podcast throughout our entire fucking history of being on a podcast is where Facebook's every once in a while will change their terms and conditions and it will say something about privacy and everybody fucking loses their mind. Well, guess what? It's a free service. Don't fucking use it. Right. You know, but no, 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 that's not right. It, yeah. No, it is. Nobody, you know, read, it, nobody reads that, but then they, they do that stupid share where Facebook's going to charge you, you know, $10 is going to charge you monthly. Share this to exempt your way out. That's not how the fucking internet works. Right. It's like <laughs> you're people. The main issue, as it is with most things, is that people wallow in ignorance. Oh, yeah. And they don't, they only, he, they only pay attention to what some schmuck told them. And they don't they they listen to the loudest individual. They don't actually look into it. Like it's just I, that's why I just didn't fucking care. Like when it came up, like it probably isn't as bad. Like it's getting to the point where I don't look into things because I know they're not as bad as it seems. Yeah. Because the media, a hundred percent of the time, blows it way out of. Like the louder the news is yelling, the less likely it is to be true. Like that's how that's how I feel now. And let's be honest, if it was if this was let's say, um. In, in, let's just be in, we, we, we talk about media bias let's just say that if it was president obama doing this exact same thing it would be considered oh he's a champion of you know privacy or he has his reasons for doing it but because it's it's a trump presidency that's a bad thing well so i agree with that and someone told me too they were talking about it at work a little bit and they're like well and i and and at the time i didn't know much about it i said well i don't I don't know much about it, so I can't really have an opinion either way. I'm not going to go off what you, what you say because we – I mean <laughs> I'm higher than you at work, so I don't even know what the hell. Um, and he's like, well, that's the problem. They don't explain themselves well enough. I'm like, really? Because if this is a legal issue, I'm fairly certain that there is a, a at least 100-page document somewhere that's <laughs> explaining exactly what's going on in detail and what it's going to affect. Because it's the United States government. They always do that. Yeah. They don't – sure, maybe they didn't put the link on a Facebook fucking quote. But <laughs> if you if you really want to know about it, you just have to go search it and or it, it did, be or, there. Or it was on Facebook, but it didn't tag itself with – and you wouldn't believe what happened next. So I told <laughs> – right. And I told him this. I told him that. I said, you just got to go find the law itself or the bill and then read it. His two arguments to that. One, no one understands legal talk. And I said, well, don't be an idiot. I, I, I understand it. I can right. read it and I understand it. And if I come across a word or a phrase that I don't understand, that's called cross-referencing. You look it up somewhere else and keep it moving. 
And the second thing he said was, yeah, but they're just going to black it out anyway because everything's classified. I said, it's not Area 51. (laughs) Like they, They classify military engagement. And 99% of the time, they do that for a good reason. Right. <laughs> like, they're not going to classify a bill that affects all people in in here. It's People fucking need to take tinfoil hats off. Yeah. And relax. <laughs> just chill, baby. You know what I mean? Just chill. Just chill. You know, just chill. <laughs> Go watch Beauty and the Beast or something. I heard it was good. <laughs> you know, like. Uh... But don't look it up on the computer. Right, right. Because then the CIA will know that you went to go see Beauty and the Beast. And with that information, they will ruin your life. (laughs) Uh, All right. So on that note, I think it's time we – how about we jump into our uh, douchebags of the week? Yes. All right. So mine comes from Polygon. And it took me a second because I kind of wondered if this was real, but it seems to be legit. Um, So – Deal Seeker to You, a user on cheapassgamers.com's forums, recently ordered a Nintendo Switch from Amazon Warehouse Deals for $269.99. You might note that this sucker retails for $299.99. Well, anyways, he was delighted to receive his Nintendo Switch box. And that's good because that's about the only legitimate Nintendo Switch item he got. Stuffed inside was a dirty old crappy Wii. Not a Wii U, a Wii, shoddily wrapped in static-free packaging, um, packing paper, and bubble wrap. Inspected my ass, says dealer, um, deal seeker to um, to you, and rightly so. Even was missing from the box, and instead there was a just a dirty Wii console. Thankfully, he can send it back and get a refund. He's so he's not out of he's not out of any money, but he still has no Nintendo Switch. This is hardly a unique problem. Since 2006 induction of the Wii dumped in a box above, uh, Nintendo has been who, me? Oh, what's the matter? Incapable of manufacturing any piece of hardware in numbers that reasonably meet the demand for it. And numerous scams and shady listings on Amazon are one manifestation of this willfully half-assed approach. Anyways, it something seems too good to be true. It probably is, even when the box shows up at your door. Okay, first of all, deal seeker to you is an idiot. <laughs> if if a device has just come out and it's in its first round of being sold out, if you find it anywhere, it's not going to be cheaper than the listed price. Right. It's going to be like $100 more <laughs> because that's called supply and fucking demand. Right, which Nintendo like, knows on. nothing about. I mean, just come on. Like... Like he's basically he basically saw that deal and like, oh, look, someone's just so nice that they're gonna sell this greatly wanted sold out gaming system for cheaper. Oh my god. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Somebody he, uh, he deserves that we. I, I hope he fucking <laughs> plays something on it. I know. On, on the uh, on the message board, I went over to the message board and I was reading some of the posts. And one here go, from Redman seventy seven goes reminds me of the time I ordered a LN Vita from warehouse deals and got a severely scratched PSP with a dirty shoestring laced <laughs> into the wrist strap hole. <laughs> oh, that that fucking shoestring thing was just a just to be a dick. Yeah, that really. was unbelievable how bad their inspectors can be. It's definitely a crapshoot with warehouse deals. <laughs> 
my god. Oh man. No, it's it's just the douchebag of that store is the guy who bought it. Oh yeah. You can't knock the hustle for the other dude. He he's <laughs> sitting pretty with some money. Right. You know, he probably bought some fucking he probably bought some games for his damn Switch. <laughs> right. Oh man. So anyway, this next one isn't really that funny. Um, it's not grotesque or it's not going to make you cry, but it's not really funny. But it was something that kind of was like, what the fuck, dude? Right. Um, when Bryce Maine uh, was thinking about who he, to take to his senior prom, he had no doubt who the lucky person should be. Uh, my grandma's always been an important part of my life, like my only woman figure in my life. So I was thinking, why not take her? Uh, he told WTVMTV. Uh Maine, a high school student in Eufaula, Alabama, said Catherine Maine, the woman he called Nanny, never had the chance to go to prom. So he wanted to make that happen for, according to Atlanta News Station WAGA. Uh, he even put together the perfect promposal. Uh, I went to Walmart and I got a little canvas and started doing my handprints around it mm-hmm. in paint, and I just put prom, he told WTVM. Now, before I continue this, just for clarity, because I know people are going to think this, <laughs> there is a pi- there is a picture of of this of this young man. I'm getting old enough now that I can say young man. <laughs> young man. Um, he's not a, he's not a bad looking cat. Like he he could have pulled a chick. Like, is what I'm saying. Like it's not like oh he's taking his grandma because I know there's people out there thinking he's taking his grandma because ain't no one going. But nah, that ain't the case. Like he he could he could have took he could have took a dime. Like there's there's no issue. He's a genuinely good person. So, anyway, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> um, Nanny said yes to the invite and even bought a new dress the April 8th occasion. However, their plans of a wonderful night together were brought to a screeching halt when you follow high school principal Steve Hawkins told Maine he couldn't bring his nanny. Uh, Maine said he asked the principal his reasoning for the decision. I said, give me one reason why, Maine said in the video above, which is on our show notes, of course, on Huffington Post. Um, and he said alcohol in case she was trying to dis- distribute it to minors. Wow. The principal's decision so angered Maine's cousin, Sarah Catherine, uh, that she blasted him in a scathing Facebook post. because That's the only way to do it nowadays. Right. Um, she also claimed school board, school board officials told them they were afraid allowing Nanny to be Maine's date would set a precedent that could inspire future students to do it as a joke and make the school a mockery. She asked people to post. No, their what outrage. he did just did. I know. She asked people to post their outrage on social media using hashtag let nanny go to prom and hashtag let nanny go to prom, which are the same. <laughs> oh, na- one's nanny spelt with Y and one's nanny spelt with an I. Yeah. Um, the Eufaula City School Board of Education responded to the prom scandal by releasing a statement from Hawkins, which goes as such. Safety of students and staff is the first and most utmost, or I'm sorry, first and most important. They should have said utmost because that would have sounded better. First and <laughs> most important of the many tasks of a school administrator. For the 10 years I have been high school principal, we have denied requests each year from students asking to bring older dates to prom. We do not chance leaving any stone unturned when it comes to safety. Most high schools have an age limit for prom attendees. No, they don't. Um, they do when it it should, it's a case by case thing because I remember when I was in school, there's a couple guys want to bring some college girls, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah they don't they say no to that. They're right. like no, because because college college girls probably gonna act act foolish and be disruption, but not when it's like that. 
Yeah. Um, Maine and Nanny might not go be going to prom, but the two still plan to dress up and have a nice dinner and evening out on the town. So it just kind of made me sad. Like this kid, he's a genuinely decent dude. He's like, you know what? I want to make my um, my grandmother's night special. I want her to be able to experience a prom. And it gets shot down because she's probably just going to give all the kids alcohol. Right, because and that's they have, what they have Granny's going to do. Right. They have a picture of her. She's one of those grandmothers that looks like she's going to bake you cookies. Yeah, I saw Which that. I saw even, her picture. It made it hurt even more. I'm like, aw. I know. I'm but, like, um, what a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Like, Alabama always fucking... Just being dicks. Because, you know, the, the principal there is like, no, no, no. See, I got to have 10s up in this bitch. Oh. You know, so granny, nah, nah, nah. I can't hit on her. It ain't gonna, it, 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 she ain't worth bringing. Was it Alabama or Mississippi that had the high school where prom was still segregated? I think it was Mississippi. I want to say Mississippi. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I wish I wish it wasn't the case, but yeah, I know. But still, it seems like that's how it is. Still. I remember when that story came out, and I'm and my wife and I were were reading. She's like, "Can you believe this school?" And I'm like, "You know what's got me more in shock? The parents haven't complained. Yeah, no parent. And 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 there were plenty of black students at the school. So what's going on in the Stepford wife <laughs> fucking area down there? Kind of reminds me of that new movie that came out." That um, my wife wants to see. That got a perfect 100 score. Which one? On, uh, it's about, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about um, where this, the main the main dude, it's it's a mixed uh, mixed race or whatever the fuck oh, you yeah, call it Oh yeah, it was days. written and, I think written and directed by one of the guys from Key and Peele. Right, and he goes down to, to the south or something, the small town, and it, it looks like the, um, the black people in this town have been hypnotized to to act a certain way, hmm. you know. In layman's term, act white, but that's stupid. But just just act civilized, like don't act like themselves, you know. Yeah. Um, and it looked like a good movie. It was it was a cool concept, but it got a perfect one hundred on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know what it is now. And uh, my wife goes, "Why did it get a perfect hundred? It must be a great movie." My babe, the movie hasn't even come out yet. Right. It's got a perfect hundred because there's so many people are like, this is probably happening right now. <laughs> you know, I said the premise of the movie is not bad. No. It's basically Stepford Wives. It's, yeah. it's mind control, you know, not the new fucking weird robot Stepford Wives, but the, the old. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're now I'm just trailing on it. Tan, <laughs> so. And for those of you that are still listening. No, just kidding. <laughs> look, racism is bad is what I'm saying. You know. <laughs> And and people, good dudes who want to bring their grandmothers to fucking prom should be allowed to. Hashtag make America great again. America. <laughs> All right. So that is it for this episode. Please rate and review the show on iTunes and you'll help us out immensely. Also, if you want to catch our back catalog, uh, you can find them on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, as well as the website, thelazygeeks.com. And if you want to suggest stories for the show, want to share them, um, you can share them on our Facebook page. We're on social media as well, Twitter and Instagram, uh, all under the uh, name The Lazy Geeks, at The Lazy Geeks. Uh, if we want some feedback, drop it on the site, uh, lazygeeks.com, or send it to our mailbag, thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. And uh, you can find me on the interwebs, uh, on Twitter, at a middle-aged geek, Instagram, middle-aged underscore geek. Or you can check out my blog, themiddleagegeek.com. And I'm over there on Twitter at sapientlg. 
And uh, be sure to tune in on Friday for our <clears throat> new installment of Just Another Podcast, where we will have a religious experience regarding BVS. Let me stay tuned for that one. You yeah, people are people are listening like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, but it actually was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so yeah, so that is it for us this week. So until next time, a peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.